That was literally verbal diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, sucker. No, no, no. You are. You defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestlemania. Alongside for the ride is a man that I've I've upset so much, he ripped off a handle, a door, a whole door, and threw it into the ring like it was nothing, like a pizza pie, JC. Not only did I do that, Nestlemania, but you know what I demand from you? When I talk to the bosses here at Jobberknocker, the chairman of the board, and I'm demanding you apologize to me for your heinous actions. I apologize because your family raised a douchebag. <laughs> like, I think I do a pretty good Pat McAfee. I think you do in WrestleMania. Yeah. You're hitting on right where I want to start in the shine. Always in the shine, much like Mandy Rose. I think Pat McAfee's always in the shine, baby, because, like, that promo on SmackDown was fucking awesome. The apology promo. Fucking Theory has been a rock star in this feud, too. There's just something about the... It was kind of like when uh, McAfee and Adam Cole, like, matched up. It's like, man, this is just such a fun, interesting feud. And, like, maybe it's just McAfee because him and Theory, like, boom. Like, this is good shit, dude. The whole apology thing. And you started to do the impression there and rail it off so you could do it better than me. But, like, honestly, like, I am having a blast with this feud. Oh, yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with you. I think there's something about Pat McAfee. It's funny. There's a portion of my brain that wants to hit like every aspect and say, oh, Pat McAfee, I'm not sure if I like him, right? Like, I'm not sure if it works out, you know, because he's talking and like, he's talking like a heel. He's talking, let me, let me, he talks like a heel. He has There's nothing not to like a Pat no, no, McAfee. I'm this guy's the fucking man. I know he's the fucking man. I'm just saying that there is a portion of the way he portrays himself that makes me want to hate him, but I cannot because he's so damn likable. He's just so damn likable. And then when he does like the whole like, I was raised in a barn and I tried to be a wrestler. <laughs> like the way he does it, it, it gets me every time. And then they did the whole, you know, like, I apologize to your family because you're a douchebag or whatever. And he's like, I got my apology. Click. And then ran out. I was like, okay, great. This is wonderful. And then they did it on Monday Night Raw, which was like, which was great, but I feel like the match was like, didn't well, matter. This, I said this to the guys so, in like the thread, like for something that was just clearly like a throwaway segment that I was just like, eh, we just need to do something this week. So let's just do this. Like I still had lots of fun with it. Not only are we getting Balor and Theory in the rain, which is always super hot fire, but Balor picks up the win thanks to McAfee and just all the chicanery and bullshit that goes with it is fun. I did see the one thing that I chuckled at the internet is people making the joke being like, last time we saw McAfee and Balor together, McAfee wanted to kill him because I was in Balor in the next champ but hey you know what you know they've been together just a couple years ago they're over it now they're buds and uh i think they both hate austin theory so uh my, the enemy out of my enemy is my friend continuity right continuity <laughs> although I, I i did chuckle when he did the fin like jacket pose afterwards he was like Hah. it was great it was great Hah. but McAfee whatever Nussel is literally a fan that gets oh, to yeah. wrestle at wrestlemania it's the coolest thing in the world obviously he's like a celebrity his own thing but sure. like you can tell like every time he has a chance he's doing an impression of the rock or stone cold or something or just he's what? just he's a fucking fan and it's so fun to see 
Speaking of impressions, we might as well gear shift to into something that I thought was fantastic in every way. This was a very good moment for Kevin Owens coming out of Stone Cold Steve Austin with the leg braces that broke like 30 seconds into the promo, <laughs> which had me cracking up. He did the Shawn Michaels Montreal little thing where he called out Austin and it didn't happen. And then Austin's music played again. The crowd popped and he freaked out. And then he was like, I'm just kidding. Why the fuck would he show up here? I just, I loved it. I thought that was great. I thought it was a signature moment for him. And now that if the, the information is correct, that he is now headlining WrestleMania night one. A lot of people were upset with that comment, but I, I mean, you can't end night one any other Austin way. has to be first or last. Yeah. Has to be first or last. So you know what? It's going to be something that there won't be fatigue by the end of the night when that happens. It's a fun way to end it. You can have one of the women's matches be like right before it is like the main the event wrestling main event. match. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But like this is, this. Is, I'm fine with this call. I think it's a good call. It's, it's going to be such a cool moment. And for a guy like KO, who just signed a new shiny new contract, people fucking dragging him through the mud, this motherfucker could be in the main event of WrestleMania against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not even wrestling, it doesn't matter. But, like, you talk about, like, the trajectory. I think, like, the year we could see for Kevin Owens, I think, like, this is, it, like, he's obviously going to get beat down on Mania. But, I mean, he, he's a money in the bank candidate. I think he's a world champion by the end of 2022. Like, I just think that he's gotten there. He's getting this cool moment. And a lot of times when you see guys in these particular spots, there's usually something even bigger for them. There's obviously money with him as a heel. And then eventually, if they turn him back to that badass baby face, there's money there too. So Kevin Owens, money. That impression was great. I love the fucking bald cap too, that you can clearly tell the bald cap. But this was just so well done. It was so fun, and it was a great way to kick off Raw. See, I loved it because it, he didn't go and do the, you know, the generic, like, trying to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. He just, like, did it as if he was, but still used the Kevin Owens voice, which I thought was more authentic in a way that made me go, okay, he's not going to come out here and be like the Miz who's like eating up scenery when he does stuff like this, or he's he's not going to be like Pat McAfee. He did, it in, he did it in his own way, right? So like I agree by a lot of people thinking like this was this was a great segment because it was it was real in a way. Like he just, he you know, he stunned the guy. He fumbled the beers. Like he just, he's everything that Stone Cold really isn't. It's just kind of funny to me. And I thought it was a great segment. I thought that it really kicked off the show in a positive way. The rest of the show, you can put it in a different category, in my opinion, most of it. But Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I did like a lot of it, though, JC. I mean, there, there were parts of this week that I really did enjoy. I'm curious what else that you enjoyed. Yeah, so um, I kind of want to hit on my wrestling match of the week because I know fucking Mr. Nestle is going to come in. But you know what? I have to put this out there because it's true. And if you don't agree with it, you're a moron. But Sasha Banks, Naomi versus Liv and Rhea was the fucking match of the week. And this is just proving to me why I was so excited for them in this tag match. Obviously, am I thrilled about Shayna and Natty being plunged in? Of course not, because I think it ruins it a little. But this is my point kind of like with the tag team titles here is we complain all year round how they don't feature these things. They're not used. And now we get on the biggest show in the biggest season, and these tag team titles are being featured, and there are real teams going for them. Will they probably dial it down a little bit after WrestleMania? Maybe. Or this could be a stepping stone, because the way I look at it, and especially watching that match, it's like, man, the real lift thing obviously felt random when they first did it. But watching these two together... These two weirdly make so much sense because they both have like that like little bit of like the punkish girl, like badass, like like alternative like style and stuff, like the way they, they dress and like present themselves. So they really do make sense together. They obviously have some clearly really good chemistry right off the rip. I've obviously been team Sasha Naomi from the get-go because I mean they go way back. Well, they make sense. You're a Sasha hound. You're a Sasha. I mean, hound. I think Sasha team bad, baby. Hell yeah! Throwing Tamina. Let's 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 get let's get her managing Tabina, them again. Tabina, <laughs> Tamina is busy doing other things. We'll get to that later. But yeah. no, I mean, 
I, they're obviously probably still the team that I want to win, but I mean, I would pop for a Rhea live run. And I know it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, Rhea was just in the tag team. We got to get her back to the main event. It's like the two women's titles right now. They're pretty busy. Rhea has said she really does want to restore like order to these women's tag team titles. And she does take pride in them when they want to flip the switch on Rhea and the singles, they can do it. But this Rhea live thing could be a lot of fun that if they want to pull the trigger on them at WrestleMania and have them like go on a little run here, I wouldn't mind it at all because they're two of your more over baby faces. They fit together and they clearly could have some good matches. If Sasha and Naomi stick together, Carmella and Zelina are what they are. I saw you say on Twitter that you could see them possibly retain. I could too, cause it's a fatal four way. And then maybe on raw or SmackDown, they flip the titles. I can, I could definitely see that. I think you're onto something there, but I just think it's nice to see. And it's refreshing that, there are so many talented women on this roster, and if they're not really featured in the title feuds, there isn't always a good secondary feud. The women's tag team titles are the way to do it, and these two teams in particular just had a banner of the match, and they make sense, and I think there could be some longevity here for them. Look, you made a compelling argument for me. I just think that it's funny that Natty and Shayna got shoehorned yes. in, and I just went to myself. That one's so random. I, just, I, went in, I went into myself and thought, oh, God. Oh, God. They're going to win. You know, like, no. like the other three, the other three no. teams, I'm okay with the other three teams because... You made an argument for the other three teams, but then there's the other kind of Maddie's like he's gonna be on WrestleMania. No, I know, I get it. No, I don't like it, but I get it. I guess I think that I think the argument that I can make for you, and not argument, I guess, is to additionally say something. What you said, uh, when I think about Liv and I think about Rhea, it's very much the old school tag team of there's a power and there's like a high flyer, and it works. You know, like the little big kind of scenario. So I, I get that. With Zelina and Carmella, I think I'm done. Like, I just, it did, it ran its course. Unless they're going to cat fight and beat the shit out of each other, I'm, I'm good. Like, over and over again. That's kind of sailed. But then you get to the other two teams and you're like, okay, Sasha and Naomi, that makes sense because Sasha has to be on TV. Like, has to be on TV regardless. Her and Naomi both deserve a spot. So it's right. that's why one of those things, like those two tag teams that were quote-unquote makeshift, all four of these women have to be on WrestleMania and deserve to be on WrestleMania, but they made it make sense because their teams make sense and they're fun. WrestleMania, why don't we watch for fun? Oh, so uh, at the end of the day, if they can entertain me, good. Well, I, Balls I, in your corner, and Shayna. I, 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 have, I have been accused of not being fun. Go well, figure. Especially, I want to call. No I want to call out your boy Wes because he said that WrestleMania is no fun. And honestly, Wes, I take that personally because I'm a lot of. You don't fun. like you don't like entrances and shit. That so of course doesn't you don't matter. Like that does not that matter. Does matter. No, it doesn't. Danny no, with one end absolutely torched you on Twitter, you stupid baseball fan. That was great. I I'm not that. a I baseball fan. I am not a baseball well, fan at the all. The way you act, you sound like one. No, I am not a baseball fan, and you know that. So that is erroneous. That is an erroneous comment that you need to shut the hell up because you're all wrong, personally. And Danny, we'll talk later. And Ray, don't encourage him. Honestly, don't encourage him. <laughs> you're all terrible human beings. But anyway, anything else that's positive you want to talk about that's positive? I mean... It's how do we not talk about Seth Rollins in the positive? Was there a lot of it? And maybe there are some points I didn't need, but it's just like, this guy is just taking advantage of the opportunity they gave him. Be like, dude, we're not going to advertise you for anything for WrestleMania, but you're going to come out every week and you're going to be the focal point of the show. You're going to be trying to steal spots. You're going to be doing this. We're going to let you be the best version of yourself. Seth Rollins, get yourself over. So wherever we do go, if those dreams do come true at WrestleMania, or perhaps it is a nightmare for Seth. Either way, I just think it's, I, I'm just, it's a fun ride. It's like we said last, we kind of made the argument where it's like so much is set for WrestleMania and we kind of like looking at the shows this week, there's so much of it that like isn't even worth talking about because it's like, yeah, we're already there. 
This is something that isn't there. So they're just building it every week and they're making people tune in every week. Nestlemania because whether you like them or not, people are tuning in to Raw to try to see if Cody shows up. So all it's doing is be like, no, we're just going to let Seth go out there for half the show, entertain the fuck out of you, and make you watch again next week. This is genius. I, I, I agree. I just like it. But here's the other thing, too. is I know everybody keeps saying Cody Rhodes is in the WWE. He signed his contract, all that stuff. But I'm still I'm still skeptical. <laughs> like I, the, Cody Rhodes has done a masterful job of creating doubt. You know, and he's the man. Cody's the man. So dude. I think he's done a great job because here's the thing, right? Like if he gets, in my opinion, if he's going to be there at all, it's the Hardy plan, right? Like he just hundred percent. He doesn't show up. Doesn't say a goddamn thing. Lights go out. There's only one royal family or whatever the fuck it says, and then it's just like whatever. And for people going out there, does saying, he own the rights to that song? Yes, he, he possibly yeah. could use it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's like, is he coming out to that or is he coming out That's to straight. whoa? There's only smoke and mirrors. But I mean. Honestly, I don't think that's a big enough pop for me. Like, you know, and WrestleMania it would be the, the WrestleMania fans like that. No matter what he comes out to, like it'll pop. I'm just here's the thing, right? Big. Like, there is a real in my brain. Like, obviously, you you can you, we can all sit here and say like, oh, they made the Cody Rhodes references last week. They didn't do it this week. Whatever. I didn't see any Easter eggs. I'm sure Dom or somebody else can tell me if there were that I missed. But they did. I didn't feel like they did anything this week in terms of specifically me and like, huh. Huh? But they do a great job trolling us for the last couple of weeks. And again, this coming week is going to be WrestleMania week, right? So I'm seeing not a lot of time here. I, I would even see Seth Rollins trying to interject himself with that Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns thing. Like, I, I see that happening. Like, I, I, I see him. Well, being, next week he said he's going to hold up the show. So there's right. definitely going to be some sort of chicanery. They'll probably just be like, Seth, you can do an open challenge. Maybe it'll just have to be an open show. Who knows how they do it, right. but... They're setting it up. I just, I just think that it'd be funny to be like, huh? I beat Bochia, Bochia. I beat Bochia. You know, and he's just, <laughs> you know, that. I wish I had the sound effects. But anyway, so here's the thing I'm thinking about. I still think if it isn't Cody, the front runner for me would be John Cena. I think that that makes perfect sense. Plug and play, big pop. Oh my God, he showed up to WrestleMania. He loves, he loves WWE. It, people are not even saying this, but he showed up on uh, Jimmy Fallon earlier in the week. Uh, Seth Rollins did curb stomp somebody, danced, and then walked away. Jimmy Fallon and, and and John Cena are very good friends, so I could see the you know that whole thing transpiring, especially with WrestleMania week. If he shows up for an interview and gets upset, you could do a month. You know, I'm just saying. It's just, Cody, unless if Cody doesn't want to be there. But for me, if we're looking at this, like there's two options for Cody Rhodes. It is WWE, or they have like some deep state conspiracy in AEW for a return, like you said. He's not doing the fucking indie circuit again. No. He's not going to New Japan. He's not going to be part of Reno. Like he's not. He's not. He's not doing that shit. Like for me, this makes so much sense because Cody's journey was always going to be a full circle. This is a WWE thing. The biggest parallel with him is like a Drew McIntyre. It was the guy that couldn't get, couldn't break through the ceiling to the main event picture in the first time around so wwe like cody was one of those he's like you know what i'm gonna prove it to you vince i'm gonna leave and i'm gonna make my go take a bet on myself and he did he ended up starting a company which he probably didn't expect but to me like the road always came back at some point and so it makes a ton of sense to me the roads the roads the roads always come back the roads always come back i hope he gets polka dots that's what i hope he gets maybe he'll come out to daddy's theme you know what i'm thankful for the most my polka dots that's my favorite survivor series promo of all time i just think it's great i love dusty roads 
if you will. All right. So anything else you want to talk about or can we just get into the heady part of the thing? I mean, we can. You're going to jump in right when I say this, but again, oh, yeah. I just, I enjoy watching Omas fight big dudes. Stupid. It's fucking stupid. Is That's stupid because next time, I mean, the he's rumors came out. Water. He's treading water. No, the, the rumors came out who he's going to fight and it's actually like, that's a huge spot. If true, we can talk about it if you want. Yes. But yeah, Bobby Lashley. Uh, Omos versus Bobby Lashley, a former WWE champion, a guy who just had it, one of the biggest stars in the company. That's a big fucking match. They're treading water in my ass. This is what you do when you're pushing someone. You complain all the time. Why can't we have more jobber matches and build people up? That's literally been Omos's trajectory. Jobber matches. Hold on. Like, once he broke up with AJ, all he's done is just fucking beat people. He's undefeated. You build him up to the biggest match of his life at the grandest stage of them all against Bobby Lashley. And I mean, Corey Graves pretty much told it to you. At Raw, he said like it's a. He mentioned like Mighty or Almighty in like a tease because he's pretty good at that. So it sure does seem like that could be the plan. But Omos Lashley, give me that baby. Two big meaty men slapping me, frothing at the mouth, yelling at each other. Give it to me. I will say this much: you gotta, you gotta, you gotta calm the f down because when you say stuff like "I like jobber matches," I do. I love jobber alerts. I would just like local enhanced talent in there instead of actual. But he's already done that. He I moved know. on to real talent. I just don't, I, I personally feel like he's just doing nothing. Like that, when I watch him, if he, Winning matches is doing nothing. If, he, if he beats Bobby Lashley, then I'll come on this program and I'll say I was wrong. Like I do every time I'm wrong, which is obviously a lot. There you go. But I, I, I call myself on the carpet. But there is a real, there is a real shot, JC, and don't tell me I'm wrong, that he's just going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, whatever the hell it's called. Do we even know if they're having these? They haven't announced either one of these. I don't even know if they're they doing Battle Royals. They stopped announcing people for the Hall of Fame. So I, I don't, don't even think know. they did a woman's one last year, did they? No. I don't think they did. I think that's why they put Shayna and Natty in the tag match because they realize they're not but doing Nikki one. But Nikki Ash doesn't deserve it to be in anything either, right? I mean, she probably does, but you know, you give her a pre-show match versus Dewdrop or something. Dewdrop. Look at Nestle Mania's booking. Throw in Zia Lee and Aaliyah too. Oh man, Nestle Mania, you're on fire. A six-pack challenge. Holla, 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 player, player, player. I mean, the next is the Undertaker. You know, it's like whatever. Fucking A. Oh my. I'm just saying. All right, so we get into this. Should we get into the heat? Yeah, we're in the heat. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. We've already talked about Omas. Guthrie, your boy. Come on. What the hell's going on there? I don't think it was a jobber alert this week. I think they survived no, over the three. Nope, nope, no. Nope. Are you sure? It sure felt yes. like more than You want to know why it felt longer? Because once the beating outside commenced and they threw him in, then they rang the bell. So technically, oh. bell to bell, it was a jobber alert, but the segment alone was at least six minutes. So Hey, well, you know what? That makes they sense. They got TV time. beat up before the match, you know. Yeah. I, don't okay understand, I understand that they're trying to make it work, and that's fine. Whatever. I get it. But come on. If we get Omos Lashley, it's all worth it, WrestleMania. So calm down. If it's my not, friend. if it's not Lashley and he's in the battle royal, I have a reason to. Complain. If there even is a battle royal, we don't know. If there is, Broad Breaker's probably gonna win it. <laughs> that guy is so hyped. That guy must drink a lot of coffee. You I know mean, what I mean? Like a lot of coffee. He is entertaining as hell, man. He's like the best of both worlds in terms of the Steiners. Right, Just right, fucking right. put into one like Captain Planet. Boom. He kind of does Scott look like Steiner, Captain Planet. He Rick kinda... Steiner, all the Steiners, Planet! Steiner powers activate. <laughs> you know, that's what he is. You're absolutely right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Photoshop him as Captain Planet later if I have time. <laughs> Cap, 
Captain Braun. He's a hero. Gonna bring Ziggler down to zero. I don't remember the rest of the song, but you know what I mean. It's pollution. Either, but that's zero. good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back into the rest of this bullshit. So on SmackDown, besides like a Brock, because that was fucking hysterical to me, the, the backstage hoo-ha gimmick was whatever. I did laugh. What bothered he- me about it, though, quickly, is that they cut to break right as he smashed with the forklift. There's like... That that's good television. You work in television. It's called the tease, baby. Yeah, but no, that was just I just thought that this version of it was poorly done. Come on. Anyway, Boogs wins again because Boogs must pose. As we've talked about on this program, he does pose. Then there's a six man tag. Fuck you. With Mac and company. <laughs> like, seriously. What the We've fuck done this about a thousand oh times. They, like, they this just, is, this is. I mean, I, the problem is, is Happy and True started feuding it like oh, fucking Survivor Series. Good Lord. That was like half a year ago. I know. It's just so painful. And then people are supposed to like, you know what I've realized? Drew McIntyre is like when you sleep on your arm and your arm is numb and you got to wiggle it out. It's called the stranger when you do certain things. But it, you're sitting there and you're trying to shake it up. And literally right after WrestleMania, you're going to have to shake out all the sillies. And you're going to have to realize it's Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. You're going to be like, but my arm, my arm isn't ready. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he is, he is in the worst possible position. And then it's just like, turn the corner after WrestleMania and let's shoot it up his ass. Like, that's exactly what it is. It doesn't make, it, it doesn't help him in any way. I'm sorry, Grimwood. You're wrong about loving this man. You're wrong about a lot of things. But Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns are happening directly after WrestleMania. And this is the coldest, with the exception of, the whole championship reign back half that he's been. He's the most cold I've ever seen in my life. I think his second reign was colder, but no, I'm just saying in general, like he might at be least as now cold. He has a crowd, which the crowd does pop for him. That I, it's, yeah. a crowd, it's a crowd of Grimwoods and Guthrie's not a crowd of Nestles and JC's. So. That's because they're full of idiots. <laughs> I didn't say it. He said it. Well, look, you're going to start smashing things my way, Mr. Grimwood. You can, uh, Guthrie got some firmly fire there. I've got three still in my good graces. So I'll, I'll take back what I said about Guthrie, but Danny Grimwood, <laughs> you're on the list. You're on the list. <sighs> you're lucky your kid's going to be a superstar someday, pal. That's what I got to say. Anyway, <laughs> things that bother me, right? That's where we are on the heat. Okay. Moving on. Um, I guess I'll just go down the list. I will say this much. I'm kind of laughing at the idea of Knoxville. Like, it was like, of course, it's like, of course it has to be anywhere it goes. But I think them announcing it, JC, made me go, this was supposed to be the Shane McMahon bump of the night. And if it's not a giant hand, like, smacking Sami Zayn off the stage through a bunch of, like, flaming tables, I'm going to be very upset. Your thoughts? Well, I I was actually, when they announced this, I was very excited for it. I even tweeted it. Like, this, like, bumps it uh, up my flame ranking, probably a whole flame. Like, this is pretty high up there now because... They're just going to fucking do stupid shit the whole time. I'd even be cool with if they had like tapled uh, tapes of backstage or out of arena stuff. They can mix in like they do where it's like they go backstage and they throw up a tape segment with a bunch of spots and then they fight back out to the rain. Like I'd be cool with all that for this. Like give me all the fucking ridiculousness. It's a guy who's in fucking jackass movies. We know he's willing to get hurt. We know Sammy's willing to do whatever. Give me all the kabooms. This is going to be a blast. I, I, I really I'm I'm putting this in high praise. This is one of the top three for me. Top three. I really am Top excited. five for me. Top three. I, I definitely have Theory McAfee ahead of this. I have the triple threat raw tag titles ahead of this. I have Bianca Becky ahead of this for me. 
I just don't so. think the, I don't think the triple threat's going to get enough time, so I, that's why it's lower for me. Randy Orton did it. I think it's going to get all the time it needs. I mean, Randy Orton fought the Fiend in a box last year, and it was like two minutes. So you never yeah, know. Well, that's you never the know. Fiend can't wrestle. Okay. Ooh. I said it. I love Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's the man. But come on, he's all sizzle, no steak. When you put him in the rain, you snore. It's How true. It's always been true. Dare Look at you. all his matches. Tell me I'm wrong. Like a fly. Just saying. Love Bray Wyatt. He's a fucking man. One of the greatest characters of all time. You're telling me he can't wrestle. That's upsetting. I mean, he can. Just anyway, boring. moving on he's to things. Boring. His style's boring. It's Move- like Samoa Joe. Okay, fucking puts you to sleep. Anyway, I agree. Moving on to something that very much upsets me: Ronda Rousey and Charlotte at the end of the show. I I feel like we're at a point, folks, and you can tell me differently. Find me on uh, Twitter at Jobberknocker or find me at WrestleMania if you really want to call me out. I just don't know how they fucked this up so quickly. Like as a fan, it's so bad. Like. If it's a submission match, JC, <laughs> I am like this whole thing is just. I mean, they might as well. It's gonna end that way anyway. So fuck. Well, like, and the, here's the other thing too: Ugh. is like Charlotte's gonna. You know what Charlotte's gonna do? She did the same thing for for fucking uh, Bianca, not Bianca. She did it for Becky, and she did it for uh, Sha- Sasha. It's like when she's about to tap, she's gonna raise her hand like a second grader to let everybody know she's gonna tap, and then she comes down and she taps out. Which again, I get it. You're letting everybody in the cheap seats see it, which I get. But I have a zero, a big goose egg, donut, zilch, not an interest in any of this, which sucks because I was really hopeful that Charlotte was going to make something sprinkle on the Ronda Rousey bitch train into some type of baby face. I don't think this is going to happen. I really don't. I think this is, this is the, the roughest point you could be at. I'm glad Stone Cold is going to be the main event because I think this match is going to leave people a lot I think they're going to be underwhelmed is what I'm going to say. Yeah, and that's why I, I, we kind of talked about this in the thread a little bit. Is obviously like Bianca Becky makes a hell of a lot of sense to kick off the show because yeah. Bianca's or Becky's music hits first. You're fucking hyped. Yeah. But the best service they could do for this Charlotte Rousey match is to put this on first, let Rousey's music be the first to hit a WrestleMania weekend. The crowd will be red hot because it's the beginning. Charlotte and Rousey will probably going to have a good match. But, man, you put this at the end of the night before Stone Cold – Ah, the crowd could turn, man. The crowd could turn. Maybe they won't, but I just think like this is, I would put it out there first because you do not want this to like get a negative reaction. You put it out first, it's going to be hard for it to get a negative reaction. I just don't see her going out first. I see her being like. No, I don't either. I think they're going to be second to last yeah, right before the main it's, event. It's tough. It's tough. Like, I don't know if there's some political thing here, but it is, it, it, it's, it's rough. Like I was, I was sitting there thinking to myself, okay, it's a submission match. We already know that's boring because you and I have discussed many a time. Anybody tapping out, for the most part, doesn't get that pop that a one, two, three does any sense in any way. And then, of course, they randomly bring back the, uh, not randomly, I'm sorry. They bring back the, the Singapore cane, which, again, they brought back to the Survivor Series match from, you know, three years ago, whatever it was. But all I could think about JC was, I appreciate the effort. The, the effort's definitely there. But there's just so much disjointedness. It's not clicking. Like yeah. there's just the whole time since you started, it just hasn't. It's felt forced. And I don't I like you said. I think that they're both trying and they're doing their best, and they're tr- the booking. They're trying to find ways to make it interesting, but it's just it's not. It's just not there. It's not like I think it's probably partially because R- Rhonda and Becky was just so natural. And, and like works so well that just like with Charlotte, it's just her and Charlotte are too similar the way they carry themselves, I think. Well, he, so it's like hard to like, like one more than the other. Cause they're both fucking confident assholes. Right. And exactly that point it was, it was just like when she said that thing, you're not the best, you're just first. And I was like, hello, pot meat kettle. 
You know, yeah, like exactly. <laughs> uh, what are we doing? Here? So it's like it is. A, it's a reflection of who you fight is yourself. It and I guess like you could find a better. But I I think here's the thing is that and this is well, not a critique of the WWE in general, but it's just a critique of specifically WrestleMania. Is that sometimes they strong arm us into these things because they want to force it to make sense because Ronda Rousey as a babyface is more marketable than Ronda Rousey the bitch. That's nobody's gonna like him. Boo, which I understand, but. We've already seen Ronda Rousey be the babyface champion. Like, she did a great job. But I think she needs to really benefit from being the heel because she, I, I like, look, if you hate the fan base and the fan base knows that, eventually you're going to get a fan base that's going to turn on you. And she's either going to, she's going to accept it and be really great at it or she's going to go home again. And I, I just want to see her succeed to a point where she, she clearly enjoys what she does, but we're not enjoying her. Like yeah, we're not enjoying it. You're definitely right with that, but I think from their I think their plan was Rousey come back as a babyface, beat Charlotte, and at some point turn heel, whether it is against Naomi or Sasha, and then eventually next year at WrestleMania, probably gonna have Becky win the Rumble as a babyface and face Rousey, the heel champion. I think that's the full circle plan they had. It's just that I just, the, the beginning has been such a whimper, but I do think that Ronda will end up turning heel again because if she's going to be wrestling Naomi and Sasha, the, and, and you're even Bailey if she's still on SmackDown, there's all big babyface potential there. So it'd be very easy for Rousey to play the heel. And are you thinking like like me, like we only have like a week? Well, I guess we have two SmackDowns left. There's no way to save this, right? Again, like it's one of those things like I don't probably not in the lead up. I think once the bell rings, it's probably going to be good and we're going to enjoy it. We're going to look and we're probably going to look back on it favorably unless if it's like at the end of the night and we're tired because we our expectations are so low for it. But yeah, no, the lead up, the lead up, it's shot. No chance to save it. Well, the same thing felt the same way for Bianca and Sasha. And then obviously that was everybody's favorite match. So yeah, it was. I mean, and I wasn't as hating the lead up either because it kind of was in a situation where there wasn't as much to do similarly, but yeah, no, they definitely, they, they sometimes with these matches, when you have someone win the rumble and you got to stretch it out, like not ever like Brock and Roman is just, they're just, just Brock's a different animal, man. It's just like the, the way they've stretched that out. It's just like he, those two guys are just like, they're two of the best all time in terms of this type of stuff. So, and plus they also have Heyman in there. You can mix oh my in. God. So. Oh my yeah, God. They, that's they have a lot more moving parts where Charlotte and Rousey has been one on one since WrestleMania, and it just like, or since the Rumble, excuse me, it's just this, it's harder to do. Moving on to the other side of the coin, we have Bianca Belair no longer there. Apparently, we will see if she shows up for WrestleMania in time. I'm gonna mm. sweat. I'm gonna sweat bullets on that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm on my own. I guess not well. Uh, but. They promised to rip her hair out. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm 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 frothing at the mouth because if they cut her hair, you know I'm excited for it. I think not. Clearly, she'll get a new hair piece or whatever. But like, man, I would I would I just I just want that to happen because I feel like it's the last thing. All Becky would be kind of funny. Well, that's fine. Like it would be funny. I just my thing is is I sat there and I watched that promo and I went, oh my god, I figured out why I don't like Becky Lynch. She's sitting there with that disco ball visor doing her fucking whatever best. You know, here it is. Here, seriously, JC, this is why I don't like it right now. She has fallen into the category of edge. She goes on these long tirades about shit that doesn't matter, talking over my head, and I'm just sitting there going, the fuck did she just say? Did she make a point? 
That's that. That's my Becky Lynch moment yesterday. Was or excuse me on Monday. She makes a real. She she she's a very compelling promo. Absolutely does a great job. But I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what substance does she have in that fucking promo? She was stalling. She was stalling for something they didn't have this week. And I know that Danny is going to get after me. I know Ray, and I know everybody in the Jabber Knocker. You know, line up Guthrie. I'll bitch slap all four of you. I don't care. Becky Lynch to me is just not there. Just not there. So there it is. I, the promo for me was just like, what? What? Can you can you explain? Can you explain what no, that the, was? No, the promo, the, like you said, she was literally cutting a promo just to fill time yeah. because the, the the turn isn't there. But again, this match has been fucking, this match has been sold since the get-go. So I honestly think it's a good move to have each of them like spend time off TV as injured because... Like, there's nothing else to do. So, like, why have the... Don't let them come face-to-face again to WrestleMania. I think that's a good move. Hey, but you know, you know, the problem is, is Becky's trying to cut a promo, and it's a waste of time, but they got three hours, and they got to put something in. I just... There's got to be better creative for people like that. There just has to be. If they can, if they consider her such a big fucking deal, come on. Like, don't tell me you can't come up with a better idea for this. You can't. You're sitting there saying, like, oh, I crushed your larynx, and now you're going to be like me, and then I'm going to rip your hair out, bitch, and I'll see you at WrestleMania if you make it. Okay, great. Sound bites, wonderful. It'll look great in a package, I'm sure. But there you go. That's what it was. I get it. But you could sit. You could sit somebody in a voiceover booth and do the exact same thing she did. She. It was literally. You could put her. And I understand the crowd wants to see Becky. Oh yeah, you gotta, It's not that I pandemic that. area anymore in WrestleMania. We have a live crowd. You got to entertain them. You don't want to have uh, video package but, after video package hype. You got to send people out in front of the crowd. So, let them do yeah, their yeah. thing. Okay. 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 So, let, so here's my thing though. The amount of wrestling on. On Raw was just abysmal, though. Like, most of it was abysmal. There was more promos than there was anything else. Like, just nonsense. Just absolute nonsense. I'm not going to get through everything. But again, I was excited when I was like, oh, Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles, and then here comes Edge with a whack-a-mole. And I'm like, okay, great, wonderful. It made sense, it though. Made Edge sense. wants to fight AJ. He doesn't want to fight anybody Seth in the, anybody, anybody in the main event is allergic to actually winning, so a DQ is necessary, especially right now in WrestleMania season. I get it. RK Bro beat the Alphas in what was a good match, but again, like... I was more excited with the Street Profits and the Chicago Bulls gear doing awesome things, and I'm like, "Oh, this I'm got me." I'm just excited for this match, man. I got, like, I got like goosebumps, but I got goosebumps. But I'm just, I, I'm, I guess I'm kind of thrown off in a way. And the reason I bring this up is these triple threats and these like five way matches and these, you know, six pack challenge, and it's like we're gonna face the two tag teams, and then one tag team's not gonna be in it this week, and it's like there's an actual clean finish here, but then the other tag team will get involved, and it's just like. It's just, it's like a shell game. There's no real story. This match is already sold. Right, but They're I... just fill into that the But problem, why? The problem, but why? Did, but, but why? The, no, the reason why, why, literally, is they have two shows every week. They got to fill time. That's what it is. Like, it's not like another event where it's like you book a big fight and all you do is like you have a press conference the week before. They got fucking TV shows they got to fill every week. They got live crowds they're selling tickets for that want to see Randy Orton and Riddle who want to pop for Becky's music, who want to do this. So it's just, that's what you get. That's what it is, man. That's me yawning. I don't care because. Then go watch, bro. I have to. (laughs) I have to. Because I've got to, mister. Listen. The difference here is, and again, I'm not asking for much, but it wouldn't kill them. It wouldn't kill them to be like, hey, here's where WrestleMania ends. Let's work backwards and let's create a positive story for each of these people that go every single week, crumb by crumb. And you can't tell me they didn't do it because they've done it before and they've done a great job well, I think of doing it. 
here's the problem. You also got to have the graphics with the things in the card. So you can't have everything culminate the week before. That's not, why this Seth thing has been so good is because that's the one thing left that doesn't have a graphic yet. I know. Like, and I think they pulled the trigger on all these other things early so they can have the graphics so they can sell tickets at wrestling. You know I, what I mean? I understand so, that. I, and I think you're, mis- you're misinterpreting my point. What I'm really okay. saying is I what I would love to see is like, so Seth Rollins is an exception to the rule, I guess, because he's proving the point. But it's intrigue to the end of you know, the selling point of WrestleMania. But like we've talked about, oh, that match is sold. Oh, that match is sold. Oh, that match is sold. That's fine. But there's 14 fucking matches. You can't tell me that you can, and again, this is where Guthrie's going to get boned up. You can give Omos more time if you wanted to. Not that he, I mean, that's that match bad, isn't booked yet either. There's but, another one. But again, adding intrigue is fine, but give him more time. You know what I mean? Like do something, but it's just, it's so hard. It's so hard to sit there, JC, and think to yourself, like, the Becky thing, they're just stalling. Like, there's just so yeah. much stalling. That's what you got to do, man. It's just bad TV. It's just bad it's, TV. They got they got five hours of it to fill a week, baby. I'm Instead of eight-man tags like AEW does, they do shit like this. So you're going to complain either way. How dare you? How it's dare true. you? It's true. Fuck off. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. That's true. I mean, again, like, there's a reason why I like watching a delay because then I can fast forward it because you can usually tell which stuff is filler and I get it, but like, it's one of those things like, it's, you gotta, it's, they're, they're in front of a live crowd, they gotta do this, there's people who just watch every week because they like to watch it, they like just watching wrestling, so if you're giving them Alpha Academy and RK Bro, it's not gonna be a mad match, that's 15 minutes where people can put a smile on their face and be like, oh, that was cool, bro, and then, and then, shoosh, shoosh, like, it just, it's, and then, you know? here's, here's my favorite, <laughs> anytime that the 24-7 championship is on, no, you watch people in the crowd time. doing this, and they're looking yeah. at their phone, so, yeah. you know. Well, what do you think they're gonna do at WrestleMania? Oh my god, I cannot wait. For a sex off? A kissing contest? Listen, I hope that the uh, Indy Hartwell and Persia Parada meet the 24-7 championship and they just have a giant orgy at WrestleMania. That's what we all want, right? That's what we all need. Live sex celebration orgy style. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Book it, right? Is that what you all want? That's what you guys want? Hey. I know you get excited for Dana and Reggie, so. Listen. That ship is sailed. I am now on the Sazawa to me. I can't do it. I can't. I can't even fucking say that with a straight face. <laughs> I can't do it. I, I'm sitting there going, she better fucking win at WrestleMania. She says she just wants the goddamn belt. If Tamina wins the fucking belt. So it's like, she won the tag titles. What a big moment for her last year. And then she fucking wins the 24-7 fucking title. Hey, champion both nights. Not many people can say that back to back years. Oh, my years. God damn it. Like, I just... I can't. I can't. Oh, I just. Man. This is getting tough. This is getting fucking tough for me. You want to? You want to cleanse the palate? Let's get yeah, over let's, this. Yeah, let's get hopeful. All right. Oh, give me my. Give me a. I was gonna say, give me a comeback. That's okay. I gotta get hopeful. You want to get hopeful first? No, you, because I don't have one yet. Oh my god, you're awful. <laughs> I've been busy laughing about twenty four seven title. Twenty four seven title. You're really gonna? Okay, fine. Uh, so my my um my hope here is for AEW, right? I was watching on uh, St. Patrick's. I guess it wasn't the St. Patrick's Day Bass, but it was like a day before or whatever. I really enjoyed the cage match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. They did a great job. I wasn't a huge fan of the whole, like, Audrey jumping in because it's, like, part of the conspiracy. I get it, whatever. But my thought is here is I just want Thunder Rosa to really have a long reign here. I know a lot of people are very skeptical about how good she is in the ring or whatever, but I'm looking at this going, I think Thunder Rosa could really be a good indicator of like, okay, we have all these amazing heels on the AEW side, so let's get there. But I also want her to be their champion long enough 
so she can switch into a heel role because I think she kind of has that bitch in her a little bit. And I know she's got like the, you know, like she's very prideful and she's, you know, she's a, she's a good standing citizen kind of feeling. But I think that I'm kind of watching her every week and developing and watching her on the indies as well. That she's just got a mouth on her. And I kind of want to see that be developed because you can do the babyface thing for a while. And that's wonderful. But I think AEW is done best by people who can cut a strong promo. And if Britt Baker isn't going to be in that picture for a while, we both know that she's going to have to come back eventually because she's just too, and she's too important to that division. But now that she's on the back of the line, I feel like this is going to show a lot of warts with the rest of the division. And I think the only way to get through it is if you switch Rosa very, not very soon, but soon enough. Cause the, I just, I don't necessarily feel like the rest of the roster can keep up. And I'm, I'm nervous. And I know a lot of people are going to hate on me for it. But Statlander is the only one I can that comes to mind to me that would be the person that could... If she stays babyface, she could face Serena Deeb. Right, but I, I just... I feel like the I only... Sheeta there. The only people that so. I've cared about are, you know, in that women's division... I mean, there's a lot of them. But, like, the ones that are, like, I guess the people that could be considered championship material, in my opinion, right this minute, would be a Chris Statlander because they've rebuilt, you know, rebuilding her and her look. Britt Baker, if she gets it back, and obviously Thunder Rosa right now, but I'm not seeing a lot more, you know, women stepping up. I mean, Jade, but Jade's a long way from that because she's doing... Unify the titles, baby! No, don't do that. But I I just want to hopefully see Thunder Rosa get her fair share here because, I, like I said, I think there's more money here with a heel Rosa than a a babyface Thunder. I'm not really enjoying it. So that's my hope because I'm nervous about the women's division again, personally. That's, That's just me. Yeah, this was always kind of my fear of why they they literally, I feel like, only reason they added a secondary title was so Jade could be a champ without being the champ. But it is. Like, there's not a lot. I think in the short term, um, as a babyface, I think Serena Deeb, like I said, makes a lot of sense. But I do think you're on something with Statlander and then, like, Sheeta would be, like, probably the two terms of, like, champions. I'm sure Thunder Rose will actually have a feud with probably, like, a Nyla Rose um, at some point. But then it's, like, the other favorites in the division are, like, Anna Jay and Tay Conti, who... Let's be honest, they're not winning any women's world championships anytime soon. Even though Tay gets a title match in every pay-per-view, she, yeah. she's not really ready to win one. So it's definitely a uh, concern, but I am curious to see how what they do with Britt. Um, because, yeah, it's, it's it's it'll be interesting to see how they uh, book her going forward as not the champion. But my hope, Nestlemania, is also in the women's division, but in the land of NXT. Because tonight, it's Tuesday, is the night, baby! The Dusty Cup finals and that is the greatest team ever assembled wendy chu and dakota kai putting me to sleep in all the best ways baby friendship for the dusty cup i want not only wendy chu and dakota kai to win the dusty cup finals but i want them to win the nxt women's tag team titles over toxic attraction at the stand and deliver or the hell the pay-per-view is called on wrestlemania day because i am choo choo Part of the Chew crew all aboard. Her and Dakota Kai are so much fun. This is just like, this is good, man. I enjoy being happy. I enjoy laughter. I enjoy fun. I enjoy greatness. And it's just like, it's it's hard to make fun baby faces. And they did it with them. So let's just pull the trigger. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag JC knows. Proud member of the Choo Choo crew. Did you make that up or is that a thing she does? I mean, she calls herself the her fans the Choo Crew. Oh, okay, but you're on the Choo Choo train. Sense. You're on the Choo Choo yeah. train. The Choo Choo Crew. She's phenomenal. I just she is so, so wonderful. So By the way, when they win the Tyag titles at uh, what do you call it, Stand and Uber? 
I think it's stand and deliver. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uber. Stand and Uber. <laughs> deliver. Whatever. I think it's stand and deliver. I could be wrong though. What a what a what a WWE thing that they would do is stand and stand and Uber. They get a great little uh, sponsorship there. <laughs> uh, so look, yeah, I'm excited for her. I, I, I'm just I'm sitting here thinking that it's a foregone conclusion that it's going to be EO and Kaylee, right? And we're going to have to deal with something else. For it's her. so weird because that is a really fun team that I, I like them. But the, the, two of my favorite the, the, the like, groundswell, the, the, the groundswell for the choo-choo is ridiculous. Oh, it's just, it's, that's the thing. And that's why you gotta, you gotta ride that wave, baby. Cause EO and Kaylee will be fine, but you sure. gotta ride the wave of the choo-choo train. I, uh, I couldn't agree more. I, she is compelling television. The both of them are that the, the whole package is oh, compelling. The back and forth has been perfect. And it's just like, there's been two women's dusty cups. Dakota Kai could have her name matched on both of them with different partners. It's like, there's just so much story there man just do it strike while the iron's hot because this shit ain't gonna last forever ride the wave baby but they've been notorious for just ignoring the wave altogether so you know who knows what i did like they did have a backstage segment with the toxic girls uh so it did leave a little thing be like we're gonna leave a little breadcrumb here so this isn't necessarily the point but you brought up the toxic thing i think because i i mean i watch as much as i possibly can of everything when i watched nxt and watched uh home alone cora jade doing all of her fucking kidnapping bullshit. Uh, all I could think about was these segments make me hate her more. Like there was not, there was nothing redeeming about Cora Jade. The only reason people like her is because they all find her attractive. That's it. And she's like the cute skater girl. That's it. Other than that, like when she opens her mouth, she seems like somebody that you want to lose. You're like, you just want to strangle. I knew head. there was going to be a day where you turned on her. Oh my God. I'm done. I'm I just done. Knew, Cause I think, I think it is. It's one of those things like people are just going to like her cause they like her Yeah, because but, you look at her and she's likable and she's got the cute little, right, eh, but, like the happy go lucky, like whatever, like youthful, like baby face, but someone like you doesn't like that. Nope. So you're going to turn on her hard. Oh yeah. This is it. This yeah. is a hard left right now yeah. i'm telling you i knew this day would come here's the thing here's the thing WrestleMania listen, hates listen. baby faces, you can all so. be simps you can all be simps for her go ahead i don't it's care it's not just a simp it's just like it's one of those things it's just like she's like you want to root for her because she looks like she's small she's happy like she's just like the typical underdog man she's not an underdog there's some tendency in there i don't know what it is it's just she's a definitely smart an underdog. she's just a smart like it's just like i just there's like you, you never wanted to bitch slap kevin McAllister. give me a fucking break give me a fucking goddamn break come on come on come on don't don't give me that shit do not. I don't bitch shit. slap people with mushroom cuts. What did you, you had? A, oh, you must have had. You know what? I'll ask your sister. She probably gave me a no, picture. No, no, my, my mom used to control how I look. So yeah, I definitely had a mushroom. Your mom cut. used to control. Speaking of which, my mom every you year. You picked for, your haircuts when you were like ten uh, or no, six. Or, I used to I shave my head, but that's fine. Anyway, yeah. my mom for picture day would always make me wear a turtleneck. So there is like literally a lineage of Nestles, just turtleneck colors every year up into eighth grade. Awful. Fucking awful. That's why yeah, my dad's a big turtleneck guy, and I I definitely wore them when I was younger too. For mock, me, I just I just got a little too clammy. Mock turtleneck is better than a turtleneck, by the way. Just throwing that out there. I will just say my dad was big on the mock turtleneck because he was a golfer, so he thought he could have like the Nike swoosh here. Again, very fashionable human being, not so much me. But that's by you know neither here nor there. Let's give my comeback up this week. I'm going to give it to the phenomenal returning AJ Styles because I forgot he existed, and then he came back, did a great match. It was a joke, obviously. Uh, and he did a great match with Seth Rollins. I was really, really wrestled, bonered up, and then they ruined it with a chair shot, obviously, because it's a DQ in the main event. Go figure. And But I, here's the thing. While I was watching it, you just get reminded every single time how effortless his entire life must be. Like He made that buckle slide look like a million dollars, and all I could think about was maybe 1% of the roster can make that look good. He jumped. He did the springboard, crotched himself, or like stomach hit himself. 1% of the roster can make that look realistic and train wreck. Like, he's just, he's so gifted offensively. 
but we never talk about AJ Styles, the seller. Like, he is so gifted, so wonderful. That's why he gets my comeback. He, like, made me pumped up because, obviously, I've been falling in love with this version of Edge, and he was like, I, 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 I cringe every time I hear, you're going to get the pit bull at WrestleMania. Give me a fucking break. But the rest of it is AJ Styles is like, just say, just fucking say instead of, I hate this shit about, like, pit bull, like, Every time I hear Pitbull, I can think of... That's what I think of, right? Like, I just... It can't it can't get out of my brain. So for me, it's more of a, like, just say strong style. Just say, give me the Japan AJ Styles, because that guy used to beat motherfuckers up. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want. But anyway, when I watched that match, all I could think about was, I completely forgot about AJ Styles because I've been enamored with Edge. So I'm giving AJ my comeback because he just front and center made me go... Oh, yeah, this is a match. This is a dream match. This is the match that is going to really, really, really set the bar for the rest of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, this was the one I forgot to mention earlier. So this, I probably have this as like my 1A. Um, and I, obviously, I got uh, Theory and McAfee in there. I got the Raw Tag Team titles, as I said. I have Bianca, Bianca Becky. And then probably Zayn. Knoxville, oh, Knoxville maybe, yeah. maybe rounds out my top five. That's why I said top five. Because I'm surprised you didn't put Logan and your boy The Miz up higher. I, am I really excited for that match, though? That's probably pretty close to the bottom because it's just like, okay, whatever. I am intrigued by him coming with the mask on oh, next yeah. week. I think that's actually a lot of fun. But in terms of, like, the match, like, I'm sure it will be good. I am curious to see how Logan does an actual match. And I think the Mysterios in their athleticism so, is a good way to showcase them. And the Miz is always good. But it's not it's not going to be in my high tier of rankings. No, I understand that. But I will say this much. I, I As much as I'm not a fan of, like, Logan Paul and, and his brother, like, Jake Paul, doing what they do, they're still great entrepreneurs. Like, they're very hateable, and they're very good at being hateable. So I guess that's probably why I feel the way I do about them. But I do respect him in that I, I read an interview with him talking about how he's like, last year everybody was talking about Bad Bunny. And he said, no offense to Bad Bunny, but I'm using that as motivation to be better than Bad Bunny. And I was like, you know what? Good luck. Good luck. But honestly, I like it. I like it That's a lot. That's why he's successful, man. That's why these two guys are successful. Like, they're fucking annoying. They're yeah. pains in the asses, but they're successful because they fucking work their asses off for what they want. Oh, yeah. They don't do anything at, like, half speed. Everything is full speed for these guys. That's why they're succeeding in almost everything. This motherfucker fought Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me? They survived. You're fucking kidding me? I don't care. You can say whatever, like, they had to deal with I don't care. That's fucking incredible. It was good. He's, he's, he's box office. They're smart. They're very, very smart. Anyway, I think you have a comeback, right? Don't call it a comeback. She's been there for a very short time, but it's official. Roxy is officially signed to WWE, um, as expected, but this is very exciting. If you're not familiar with Roxy, she was the uh, Ring of Honor Women's Champion uh, before it disbanded, and I believe she lost the title to Deanna. I think, but I mean, D uh, Roxy is very young. She's yet another one of those very like young, talented women that WWE has added. She's uh, another one from the AJ Lee lineage. So of course I, I already had my attention because everything AJ Lee touches turns to gold. She's really good friends with Cora Jade. And I think uh, Roxy, I think we can see her sooner rather than later. She might be sitting in a chair, maybe at stand and deliver, but I could also see if the toxic girls are taking it to Cora that maybe Roxy comes out and makes a save for her friend, and that's how she debuts. So uh, I think we could see her sooner rather than later because I think she proved in Ring of Honor. In the ring, she's definitely ready. Obviously, WWE has to mold her a little bit, bring some of that character work along with it. Um, but I think she's someone who's closer to debuting than probably the rest of that class. Yeah, okay. What, you're not a Roxy person? Have you, honest to God, 
I mean, I watch stuff at Ring of Honor. When people tell me things that someone's good, and then you, I obviously see that she's an AJ Lee protege, you have my attention. I'm well, going to check it out. AJ because Lee I protege, trust in, so obviously your chub gets I trust in AJ Lee. If you've been molded by AJ Lee, if she had an influence on you, then I believe that you're going to be good because I think AJ Lee was one of the best, especially in an era where women weren't appreciated as much. I thought she really stood out, and I was a big fan of her. In more ways than one. Yeah, obviously, that's going to say. But right in terms of character work, is the main reason. You can be as hot as you want in WrestleMania. Look at the fucking roster. There's plenty of hot women. But you want to be the best? You got to bring that character work. And nobody brought character work like AJ Lee. Nobody. She was so good. So ahead of her time. Stud. Let's let it up. Sorry. Yeah, and that theme song is great. It still comes up in my shuffle every now and then. Then I for some reason, my for some reason, my skip to the ring. Who doesn't love someone that skips to the ring? But the funny part was, was that my buddies that watch wrestling with me, the Tonys, the Todds, and etc., they always thought the song was "Let's Slut It Up." Yeah, and they're just like, oh my god, every time they did it, I don't think they thought that. I think they just liked that. No, they just no, they thought they, you know, when the when the never mind. I'm never gonna get there. Let's move on. Big old finish. Bad timing. Where do we go from here? NXT's tonight. That's where we are right yeah. now. We have a decent card. We have Braun Breaker versus Robert Roode. Or Breaker, whatever. Bam. The Women's Dusty Cup Finals, which I already hit on. We both know what we want. But we have two qualifying matches for the Carmelo Hayes Ladder Match Invitational. We have Grayson Walla, the birthday boy. Happy birthday, Grayson Walla. Yesterday, Don't hashtag you dare birthday is wish JC. Him a happy birthday he is taking on a kid. And we also have Solo Sokoa taking on Roddy Strong. I mean, I want Solo and Waller. But I could see either of these matches going either way. I hope Roddy gets allergic to American soil and stays over in the UK. That's what I hope. A kid, great, great talent, great showing last week. Not ready for the prime time. Give it to the Waller, I think. Waller and Solo, baby. Hashtag solid, GC guys. I, I just want Solo Sequoia to Uso splash off the top of a ladder. That's all I want. I don't care if he wins. I think he should win. It'll go to Grayson Waller, though. You know it. Like it. If it's not, I think Carmelo's going to retain. Okay. Kidding me? Okay. Unless unless they're calling him a trick up, I think uh, I think he's. I don't think they need to. Honest to God, I don't think anybody in NXT is really ready to go up now. Maybe maybe you can make an case for LA Knight, but I think in the women's division you have Raquel and Io. I'm sorry, I was saying specifically in the men's division. I should have clarified. Well, that's because they either they all they just got called up. No, Pete Dunne just got called up. You mean Butch? Yeah. The only other one would be Ciampa, which there is a chance he ends up on Raw because he said, I mean, he's feel like he's said goodbye to NXT like three times in the past month. So I would think that he's going to put over Tony at, uh, and then maybe show up on Monday on Raw. So. Well, hey, Tony D'Angelo. Hey, big fish. Shot. Big fish. Yeah. Abu Danza. You know, whatever. So. Fucking love Tony D. All right. He's very entertaining. All right. Let's move on to the AEW. AEW Dynamite. We have an eight-man Texas Tornado tag team match. I can't. Fuck I you. just hit the fuck. I just hit the mic. I can't with my head. I just can't do this. <laughs> don't even go any further. Don't, don't not, even bother. Th- then we have Jericho and Garcia, who has taken Sammy Guevara's slot, taking on the number one ranked tag team of Silver and Reynolds. <sighs> Let's have a moment. I liked of, it better when the acclaimed were number one. Yeah, seriously. Perennial number one. Honestly, can we just get the good tag teams to be ranked good? Seriously, right? Proud here, and powerful. The FTR. Here, the Lucha Bros. I know fucking Phoenix is injured. Whatever. But like, just like, what are we doing? Honest to God, this should be like Major League Baseball. And it should just be like every good tag team should be in a different division. <laughs> and then all the shitty teams. Can we relegate Silver and Reynolds? 
I mean, you know, the one the, the thing that bothers me is it's just like this tag team division is it's a headache. Like it might be the best tag team to, like you might have the actual best tag teams on the planet in this division. And you might some of them, but WWE also has a bunch of them too. But I just I look at this every time you know, you mentioned the magic word with the rankings, but what the fuck? Like what the fuck are we doing? Right? It is. It is literally like with Come the on. tag team rankings in particular, they go out of the way to make sure these like the gun club or fucking the acclaimed are always number one, just so those top teams aren't always getting the title shots. Like it's just it, they go out of there. Where's the other ones? They just completely ignore them. But it's just it's it's yeah. At least with the acclaimed, I enjoy them. I don't you're give gonna, a fuck about silver. And you're gonna t- you're not gonna like Mox and Daniel Bryan. Like based on they'll probably never be on dark. They'll never be on elevation. So they've got two wins so far. Like, where where are they? Did they have to have like a? You a, are you actually excited for them as a tag team? No, I don't. I Me don't, either. I don't no. want them to be a tag team. Nope. They're two of the best single stars. I like, think you can be in a faction and be friends, yeah. but still be in the singles division. Like, especially if you're building a stable, like it appears like they are. It's like I don't need these guys to be the tag team. Make fucking Moriarty and Wheeler Yuta the tag team or something. I don't fucking care. Like, what are we doing? I mean, I would love to see John Moxley get the AW Championship back. I'd love to see the TNT Championship on Daniel Bryan or, da- or Brian Daniels. That'd be cool because he's the one that wants to wrestle every goddamn week. And then, you, like you do, you do the wheeler, the the wheeler Yudas, which is, nobody's going to fucking care about that that name. And then Lee Moriarty, you know, those as a tag team. If you you can build them as a tag team to be the vicious guys, the vicious trained killers, go ahead. That's fine. Yeah. Then then you have a faction full of people who win titles. I'm good with that. With Regal sitting there with his you know on his throne, let's do it. But. Other than that, let's just get let's get over it. Let's just get over it. It's, I, I agree with you. I think it is a complete waste of my time. I'm glad that we're on the same page as that because I know a lot of people are excited for it. We're just not. Uh, but also this week, we hear from MJF for the first time uh, since he screwed Wardlow over with the help of the chairman. And we are full speed ahead for MJF Wardlow Nestlemania. So this maintains the number one thing for me in AEW that I care about. I don't think Wardlow is going to win a match for at least a while. Like with when it comes to yeah, he's going to be hit with a chair every match. I mean, <laughs> I love that he paid off Dan uh, Lambert. I thought that was wonderful. Uh, but the other thing too is like, there's so much story here that I feel like there needs to be two or three matches. So like, the second match. Well, Wardlow, is he facing the chairman? Is he facing him first, or is that going to be like a CM Punk match? I don't fucking know. I mean, I don't. I, I'm at a point now where I just feel like. They have the same storyline and they just push people in. Like and I, Eric Bischoff said it. He's like, AEW doesn't do well with the storylines still. Like they need to learn how to do the storyline. So for me, I'm looking at it that way. I will say though, is that I think with some things, but they've also had some of the best storylines with like the Hainman. Sure. I think we agree, like that Wardlow thing overall has been like an elite storyline. So again, when they put the time and effort into it, some of these are slam dunks. Absolute slam dunks. But you also have to remember this, JC, is that they have this two steps forward, one step back mentality where, like, they also try to, you know, to the cater to the fan that's just like, I want to see flips and fists and moves I've never seen, and I don't care if it doesn't make sense. I just want to see somebody bounce around, and it's like... Yeah, that's what the eight-man and six-man tags are for. Right, exactly. Or, you know, you just throw out Dante Martin for no reason, which, again, I love him, but, like, that's... Hey, his brother's back. Why aren't they number one tag team? Right. Top flight, baby. Did you see their finish on the indies? It's amazing. Yeah. You should check no, that out. They're good. They're very good. Anyway. All right. So there you go. AEW. That's all I got. I mean, come on. They don't have anything else announced. Give me something yet. better. Those three things. Give me something those, better. I'm sure Tony usually does a Tuesday night dump during NXT, so he'll probably add some other random matches. And I'm sure Ray will do a Wednesday night dump 
afterwards. Because Ray loves it so much. Hey, Ray loved the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match. Uh, neither of us thought it was very good. I thought nope. it was a piece of slop jalop. It was not good. And I'm a fan of both those women, but that match was not great, Bob. Not even worth talking about, I guess, in a way. Right. What about blood? You like blood? Uh, I, when it's when it's proper, sure. So, I think, see, so the, the, them doing it like three times a night doesn't do it for you? No, no. At that point, I agree. I'm with you. I, I like it when it makes sense, yeah. but AEW has a thing where they just like to do it. So It's just like, look what we can do. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, okay, we get it. Like, how much more does a blood feud really need blood? Maybe once in a while. And if you do and again, this is the stuff that they teach you when you're taught properly. If you do it all the time, it's not fucking special. Right? That's why the suicide dive is dead. Because everyone started doing them. And now, who cares? It's the flying hug me credenza. It doesn't matter. That's what it is. It is a flying hug. Most it is. of them are. It's a flying hug. Or my personal favorite is the flying push. Because that's yeah. all like you get. Like Dean Ambrose at least kind of pushes you. Darby, at least Darby, Darby Allen, Allen turns around. Darby Allen will make a fucking canning ball. He's the only yeah. one who can do it right. At least he turns around too when yeah. he does it, so. So that's how I feel about it. But uh, some days, AEW is the best show I've ever seen in my life. Then there's weeks where I'm just looking at it going, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. It's I tough. agree. Like, there's a, there's they definitely have a lot of good stuff, and you remember that. But there's also a lot of uh, not-so-great stuff jammed in with it. Yeah. But, hey, that's wrestling for you. Anyway, I think that's pretty much everything you want to talk about. I mean, we could talk about yeah, wrestling. I think we're good. Yeah. I mean, we've well, we'll check back on that next week. Do you have predictions next week? Predictions are next week. Get ready. Oh, shit. Your, yeah. This, are you ready? Are you, Are ready? you ready for a good time? Are you ready for a good time? Is that the WrestleMania song or did I just make that up? No, I think uh, your boy, The Weeknd, has a... I think he's doing a performance, too. Oh, I'm blinded by the light. It's definitely not that song. But no, no. He's not my boy. The Weeknd's fine, but I wouldn't call him my boy. Well, I, I'm just saying that because I, I, I don't know much of The Weeknd, so... You'd probably spell it wrong. You probably have three E's. There's only two. Does he spell it incorrectly? Weekend. He doesn't have the last E. I'm sorry, huh? It's weekend without the last E. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Tip. I spelled... I thought you were making a joke that I would spell it W-E-E-E-E-K. E, you know, like weekend. But no, I get... <laughs> we We man, by the way. I expect him to have a spot at WrestleMania. Oh, God. In that match. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're just stalling for time. I'm going to cut this short. I'm going to cut you off. We're taking it home. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to The Jobberknocker. We'll be back next week with more... Jobber knockery. Na, 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 na.